0: and welcome to episode four of the slated double features podcast with your hosts
1: Joshua Francisco Mitchell and Matthew Vivian. Hello Matt. Hello. How are you? Well I'm all right my voice is a bit better now isn't it? It was awful last week and I'm sorry about all the coughing um but it's a lot better now.
0: You just sound like a grizzled man now. I do yeah I just sound gruff and sexy. I and we're not releasing any pictures of you so our audience can imagine a gruff, grizzly man that you wouldn't want to meet in a dark alley, really. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> um, but how are you, Joshua? Are you good? <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, thank you. I have a job starting in two weeks, which is very exciting. I don't think you told me what it actually is. What is the job? Uh, it is a period drama being shot at Pinewood, um, which is very okay. nice because it's. What, a film? I'm not too sure. It's for okay. four months, so I would assume That's so. Good. So it's over the Christmas period mm. um, and presumably doesn't have any sag cast in with it being shot over here
1: must still be british I'm so guessing then, yeah.
0: I, I think i've been very lucky to get on this that dodges all of the strikes happening at the minute
1: similarly to you and the yeah. job you've just got off of hopefully i can get something like that i've got one day lined up on thursday i'll be working on doctors before it's cancelled and that's it that's
0: really good though that's really good but, uh, i mean you must have a little nest egg something. kind
1: of screwed away after working for
0: eight months or whatever so yeah
1: well it's very good because it means i get to do my own stuff yeah but it's still please hire me
0: someone um <laughs> but it's all in pinewood i've only ever been
1: to leavesden before so i've never been to pinewood that's very exciting i've been to pinewood when i was 14 something like that um just because my dad won like a um some amazon voucher to uh, go on a presenting course and so i went oh. just because it was, well he 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 could choose a voucher what it was for and he chose that because it was a Pinewood and I was a big Star Wars fan so we, I went there just to see the sets.
0: That's really cool. And so we did that
1: course which is quite good and then we just sort of walked around during our lunch break and just, I had a look at all the sets wow. and you know, you can't take photos and stuff, you get kicked out immediately but I went home and drew them all <laughs> and shown to my mates and <laughs> so I saw like, um, the ruins of like, Maz Kanata's castle and I saw, when well, it was like half polystyrene yeah, still yeah, yeah. being painted and I saw the village from the start which I assumed was Tatooine but it's Jakku. Um, I saw a few little things. I don't know what they were, I couldn't really identify them, but yeah, it's, that's pretty cool. That's the only time I've ever been to Pinewood, like 10 years ago, yeah. when they were filming Force Awakens. So you sent me through some dates for
0: a little something you've got planned very shortly. What's occurring there?
1: Well, um, because I'm working on a feature, as you know, Mayfly, it, that's so horrible to edit. We've, we've filmed... All of it. We might have to do a little bit of reshooting. Mm. But we've um uh we just need to edit that. And editing a feature is really hard work when you're not an editor, really. And so (laughs) on a laptop that can't handle it and all of that fun stuff. But I'm on a second laptop now. I'm on an older laptop, but it's got less on it, so it's not quite as terrible. (laughs) But it's still a case of your editing (laughs) blind and you have to export to actually see what you've just done. That's industry standard though, is to have a newer laptop and an older laptop just to view it on. See, I'm doing that, but I wanted to get something out. This year, because that won't make it this year. So I'm doing a little short. I'll keep you updated. Should be a fun little thing. Josh will be working on it.
0: I will be. Very exciting little Christmassy. Like a little mockumentary short about elves in
1: the North Pole. <laughs> I've read the script. It's very funny. Good. That's what we want to hear. Uh, and you said you've casted already. Um, if they're free. Then if not, we'll get other people. Sick. Is <laughs> as, as Ali Keelan coming back? We have. I don't have any plans for Ali, but he really wants to be in it. So we'll sort something out. I He's got to turn up. I don't know who he might play the dad at the end, maybe.
0: If Ali turns up at the end, can he be my dad? Okay. Can I be his son? Yeah. Is that okay? We can do that. We can do so, that. can make that work. So Ali, we've got this in recording now. Mm. So when it when it happens, or if it doesn't happen, we can take Matt to court yeah.
1: legally. We can sue him over this. Cool. Shall we do this letterbox roundup?
0: Yeah, I think we should drop letterboxed and this should just be our our weekly roundup.
1: Okay. Don't don't give him a name check. Yeah. <laughs> as as we've, done, we do, ooh, we've done we talks like the first three we don't even plug our letterboxes or well, our account i know because okay. mine was my name and then i thought well now i work in the industry i don't want to slag off a film that people i know have worked hard on <laughs> and so i changed it to be anonymous <laughs> so it kind of defeats the point of us calling it a letterbox roundup if we don't say what my account name is so this is our weekly roundup mm. yeehaw yeehaw what have you seen what have you watched Um, Do you want to go first? Because I've watched one thing, and I know you've also seen it, and we'll discuss it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, right. Um, What have I watched? I've seen the first episode of Invincible.
1: Okay. Have you seen the first series? Nope, but you've told me before it's really great. Lots of people have told me it's really great. Ali loves it. Yes. I will watch it. Watch it.
0: So I'm sure the majority of people listening have seen Invincible. Um, Amazon Prime, uh, animated series based
1: on the comic book of the same name. That's why I don't watch it because I'm not a child. I watch live action things. I watch live action Disney remakes. I do not watch the originals because I'm not a child. I like to watch real three dimensional people because my brain ha- is, has the capacity to to witness three dimensional and comprehend what's going on. I don't need to watch flat images. There have been rumors of a film being made of it featuring real people.
0: Okay, I might watch. But that. we don't have that yet. Um, but it has Steven Yeun as uh, Mark Grayson, Invincible. Uh, Sandra Oh as his mum. J.K. Simmons as Omni-Man, who is our, our Superman-esque figure. Great cast. Just yep. just great, great voice cast all, all around. Yeah, and the, the second series has kicked off with a bang. Like, immediately, you can tell the quality of animation's better. It's got more money behind it. Uh, and it's it's looking to be a very
1: good series. So I'm very excited to see what, what happens next episode. Good. I do want to see it. I definitely should do because i i believe it's fairly similar to the boys and i'm a huge fan of the boys um speaking of speaking of the boys speaking of the uh, the one thing you have watched the one thing i have watched is gen v the spin-off of the boys so i watched when the first episode came out i watched the first half and then it got to the bit where she shrunk herself down and was straddling (laughs) and then i was like i don't want my mum to come in the room i'm gonna stop watching this now (laughs) And then I didn't watch any until (laughs) last night. I was like, let's get back to Gen V. And then I watched the whole series last night and the last two this morning. Great show. Really, really loved it. Yes. Um, I love The Boys. I mean, The Boys is one of my favorite shows. Awful fan Mm. base because loads of like right wing people don't (laughs) seem to understand that it's taking the piss out of them and uh homelander is the villain
0: agreeing with homelander
1: very much like the the group of people who agree with
0: rorschach in watchmen like you're kind of missing the point that you agree with this this kind of person
1: Um, i don't understand how you can have that smoother brain that you don't even recognize that it's <laughs> clearly a parody but, um it's the borat of superhero films yeah it's not that it's just against like right wing be- but the, the the show the boys and very much also gen v the whole point of it is is against like big corporations that are like pretending to have your back and so like vort yeah. is extremely pro-american to get the right and also like like oh, Queen Maeve is our favourite lesbian to get the le- like it's 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 the fact they don't <laughs> care at all that it's just for money and it's just a... that's what it's a play on um, even though it's made by Amazon so it's, a, it's yeah a
0: well biased. that's
1: the irony isn't that it is a bit it's ironic. Like, but that's the case um, with every the film making the Barbie oh, film yeah. it's the same with every piece of media ever like Gen V is great good. I mean
0: non non spoilers yeah it, it would be nice to do a, maybe do an episode on it, actually mm. um, a, a TV one on it. But it's very good. If you enjoyed the boys, it's just more of the boys. It's more um, of the boys, yeah. For better or worse, yeah. When I know like... people have been complaining about it, but I I love the boys, and I I think it's very clever, similar similar in in a way to uh, Invincible, yeah. That they ride on on the superhero coattail, but subvert it and make it their own, which is what what really stands out. Mm. No, it's very good. And Carl Urban's uh, accent is always
1: great. Well, yeah, it's uh, it's iconic. I wouldn't say it's <laughs> accurate, <laughs> but um. <laughs> no yeah because i was a bit worried with um gen v like the carrot it doesn't have part of the way i love the boys is i love the characters i love all the i love the seven and mm-hmm. i love the boys and then you know obviously they're not in in gen v it's just some students but yeah i think the characters are really great i was really into it it had a good mystery i yeah. thought episodes like five and six was a bit like it's slowing down a bit now but um there's a bit where they all lose their memories and then they spend yeah. like a whole episode trying to get them back and it's like we'll just delete the episode then and just have them always remember. Yep. It, I don't think i will like it particularly much. But um they need to hit,
0: hit that quota. I mean the only issue I had was I thought the actor who played Marie Monroe <laughs> was uh a bit weaker than the rest of the cast. I thought, I thought she was good. I thought this, she was a chari- bit cardboard.
1: No, I think the character was just more stoic than the others really. I, I don't I wouldn't put out her I thought she was good. I thought everyone was good. The friend um emma was very good
0: emma very good i wish there was more clancy brown yeah which i
1: could say about anything he's in i only found out the other day yeah. he voiced mr Krabs because i saw like yeah. the live action thing they did <laughs> and i was like why is clancy brown <laughs> playing mr craps <laughs> he uh, he's well. great he like, voiced the character in rebels and he played him in live action in ahsoka as well well he's done shawshank uh starship troopers mm. just loads what good. a great guy what a guy what a guy no gen v really good i don't yeah i don't feel like we should spoil it but um yeah. It's great, like it, it's so bingeable. It's like it's just got 100%. one long story and it's not it's 100%. not a slow burn at all. It's always things that always happen in it's funny, it's also got yeah. the sort of the boys typical sort of um perverted sort of um violence <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just crazy stuff. Very crazy stuff.
0: From one crazy TV show to, to another crazy TV show mm. that's been a bit longer run in, um I'm also halfway through the final
1: Actual final episode of Attack on Titan. Oh yeah, I heard that it ended, ended really well? No, I never watched yes, any of it. Halfway through, because as, um, as we as we as we said before, I am not a child. <laughs> I don't
0: watch cartoons. I know. I was like, do I bring it up? Is Matt gonna shout? This at me is again? all a bit. By the um, way, I don't really watch many cartoons, but I don't have anything <laughs> against them. I just happen not to. So what Matt just said, there was the bit. That yeah, that's he the... doesn't like cartoons for the bit. Mm. But yeah, very good. Uh, it's taken years and years and years and years i think this is honest, i
1: didn't realize it was still going yeah the, the final series how many, how many series like were there? part
0: two part three or some shit like that oh okay <laughs> nuts.
1: yeah um was but, it yeah like the walking dead like ended with like three parts of series and then it went on yeah and then it's going to carry on with spin-off with the same characters it's like well it's still going on then and it's just
0: <laughs> but it's so yeah, good it, it's kind of in the same category as something like cowboy bebop um which is is a go-to for me um if you want to try and introduce someone to this new form of of media that i know is Uh, 2d animation's actually been around for quite a quite a few years (laughs) it's weird but um it's very strong it doesn't have a lot of the um, the the tropes in anime that turn a lot of people off like a pervert character there's always like a weird sexual Mm. deviant that's just really hard to watch and is in
1: well just I it crops up way too often. As, as someone who's watched the boys and Gen V, <laughs> I'm used to shows where every single character is that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but no, very good, very good. Excited to actually watch the ending.
1: Cool. Well, if I have a, a free year of my life, I might go to watch. <laughs> the recommendations were killer um, speaking of <laughs> we've just watched a new movie um could you give us a summary
0: of it please <laughs> so we have seen david Fincher's the killer this week as our, mm. as our new film um very new in fact that it's had a very limited release in cinemas yes and then it's on netflix on mm-hmm. friday friday yeah so so we've very much struggled to actually catch this this week um but we got there in the end killer is about a killer for hire Played by Mr. Fassbender, um, who doesn't have a name throughout. I think he just is known as The Killer. He's just called The Killer, yeah. Um, and it starts off with him in Paris, and he he talks a lot, um, and then he tries to do a hit that goes wrong, and that kicks off the, the plot, is him. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not
1: talking about Le Samurai yet. <laughs> We're talking about The Killer. And because he missed, there are repercussions. Yeah, he does. he does successfully shoot the man in the chest in the, in the samurai he just gets seen because he does it in a very public way anyway let's go back to the killer and
0: because he missed uh, there are some very dangerous repercussions to him and his family um which leads him on a a trail of revenge to not only find out who uh did these things to him that i won't say but mm. also who set him up to do that and uh who he can get get back on um yeah what did you think
1: um it was pretty good it's it's not i wouldn't say it's typically my sort of film because i so it's you know there's not really any huge. it's pretty it's pretty straight it's pretty um just like serious action and serious sort of drama with um behind the scenes organizations and people being all serious like Mm. that sort of john wick and also like loads of action loads of things like this aren't really my sort of thing um, and just like macho characters and, uh, but it, it was, it was, it's was pretty good, but it's not, like I said, it's not something I would ever watch if I weren't forced to do a podcast episode <laughs> of <on> it, if <laughs> you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. What did you think? Yeah, I can see that. I mean,
0: it is, it is so well directed and so well shot. Oh, well, of course, it's um, David Fincher. Um, it That's part of why you, you're going to get something Fincher. out of it.
1: Um, like Mank, I hated, but <laughs> I thought it looked stunning. <laughs>
0: yeah, so so David Fincher uh, obviously Fight Club, Seven, Social Network. Uh, Matt's yeah. favorite film, Mank. Um, yeah, based on a French graphic novel series by the same name. The M is upside down. Uh, and adapted by Andrew Kevin Walker. Uh, the DOP mm. was Eric Messerschmidt, who did
1: Mank. I thought the lighting of the killer was boring as hell. The lighting I of the killer. Really, I thought it was really dull looking.
0: I. Wow, I had a note about that. I was going to say that there were some scenes that I was like, that's really cool. Oh, it looks cool. The, mm. the scene that comes to mind is, is the one in Florida. So we're not going to spoil why, but the one in Florida yeah. where he goes to see the man about the dog. Um, yeah. I was going to say that, that was lit just enough that you had enough information as an audience to understand what was going on that yeah. really set the tone and made you yeah, for I those see like those practical in-scene lights. So like, there's a telly that they use as as a way to light them for a bit or there's an open door Mm. into a bathroom that then gives them a bit more light that you're kind of messing around with sources in the house rather than just being lit just that's very clever
1: actually that's true yeah i was meaning more like the the colors and the it was a bit flat but yeah in I terms totally of agree. the creativity of that absolutely mm. that was yeah that's very very cleverly done what's so, the guy's
0: name uh the, the, the dp, DP? Uh, eric meshesmith he also did um ferrari yes. which is coming out soon um some, oh, yeah, something yeah. else that i, I, no, I liked that. as well um so a big kind of device for how this film is laid out is uh it's a world hopping story so it starts in paris but the hit goes wrong which is another thing that i don't really like about movies so it, it's a very, a very simple way of of keeping it moving. You're never in the same place twice, other than his home, I think. Um, but I think that's right. Yeah. I thought it was it was so quick, and I, I felt the editing was good. I mm. thought that uh, it was done by uh, Kirk Baxter, who's done Gone Girl, Social Network, Mank. So just another like Fincher classic, um, and yeah, I think yeah. that showed. I I don't think there was any time wasted. What he wanted no, on so. screen. Was what was shown,
1: um, but like you said, how many places did he, how many places did he go? It was like Paris, Dominican Republic, uh, Florida, New Orleans, New Orleans,
0: New New York at the end, was not it? Um, yeah, I think so. Chicago, uh, and then and then back to the Dominican goes... Republic. But similarly to the to the second film we're going to talk to, I I talk about um, it was very simple. There's there's not a lot beneath the the hood going on. Right. The first scene, and in fact,
1: like you said, you mentioned like the main guy is just called the killer, yeah. like, very much like a tenor, you know, protagonist. Um, basically, no character in this had had names. Some of them did, but like a lot of like Till Swindon's character, what they call her, she was like, like the, the expert, she I was think. the something, the yeah, expert? it was something like that as well. Mm. Yeah, there was a bunch of characters who didn't have names. Yeah. It was very, yeah, stripped back, almost like archetypal characters. Yeah, um, yeah, and I think which, I mean, it's mainly part of the reason why I wasn't too. Invested because I don't really know who they were because we weren't meant to know who they were.
0: Yeah, well, yeah, like you said, kind of that that underbelly um world. Yeah, I think as soon as you go in that first scene, I, I'm I'm sure you've you've seen it in the trailer. It's him in this unfinished building as he's scoping out the the place he's going to carry the hit out on. Mm. Uh, and yeah. it's just him talking like it's just a, a long monologue of, of the trailer is literally a monologue and then him yeah and and watching it's interesting that what he does who he is watching that it, it's it's you're right it's essentially the trailer watching that you're like oh okay so this is very strictly who he is he's yeah. going to be not that and it was yeah. it was so like cut and dry that i yeah, there, okay, there weren't any twists in it it was just no. as expected you knew what was going to happen it sets you up for one thing and you get that at the end yeah, it was very straightforward. Definition of a
1: of a story arc is a character <laughs> definition arc. Of a, as as of a film, it was a film. As a film, I think so. Yeah, it was. <laughs> if I were to use a word to describe it, it would probably be film or maybe movie. It had uh, um, lovely Michael Fassbender uh, as as the killer. I thought his accent sucked though, like in um, in his X Men films where he's like meant to be American. Yeah, like I really didn't work. I guess the X Men it's not too bad because like. Um, Ian McKellen's accent also sucked. He was all over the place. Sometimes <laughs> American, sometimes English. So I guess if he's playing a younger version of the same character, and also Eric Lynch is like German. But um, yeah, Michael Fassbender really can't do an American accent. There, there weren't really any any
0: co leads, anything like that. It was literally just him. No, and as he bounced from place him, to place, he'd he meet a person, and then he'd meet another person, yeah. and meet another person. Yeah. Um, wish there was more Tilda Swinton. I know she's right headed in about this, every movie, but yeah, yeah. Uh, Tilda Swinton's in it for. Maybe two scenes, uh, one sequence, mm. and then she doesn't come back again. And it's towards the end of the film, which is a shame. She doesn't even play the big bad.
1: I thought she would do. Mm. From the, I thought there'd be like a twist that she was that she was the killer. That she was the killer all <laughs> along, and hit in my and hadn't actually killed anyone. <laughs> <laughs> now there's a there's a movie like that's a twist. Uh, he, he thinks he's a hitman, but it's he, all blanks, and like he hasn't actually killed anyone. Aww. They're all alive. He's the full but guy. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that that's it. There we go. Sorted. Done. David Fincher, Bill Us. Movie, movie, movie. Let's talk about spoilers. Let's talk about spoilers. Um, right. I might as well just say now, I haven't actually watched the movie. I knew you hadn't. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I knew so you hadn't. Because I'll watch it on Friday. <laughs> um, <laughs> it wasn't showing anywhere in Birmingham. Yeah. Um, <laughs> It was once and it wasn't free to go. It's out on Friday. I will watch it and I'll give my view my thoughts on it. So what I was gonna do was I got up chat GPT and I was gonna type in all your questions and give an answer. And so the first thing I asked was, What do you think of David Finch's new film The Killer? And it just said, I apologize, but my knowledge it was last updated in twenty twenty two, so I don't have any information on it. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm really sorry i knew we needed to record the podcast i was gonna watch it to, like yesterday and today it's the nearest place it's showing is dudley and i don't want to drive all the way to dudley to watch a film that's out in on friday
0: dudley sounds scary anyway so i don't blame you at all it's uh so welcome to our new a new segment called uh joshua reviews uh so you, sorry for betraying
1: your trust <laughs> um, but it sounds like a good film. Yeah, it's okay. That's what I've heard. Um, the trailer was all right. A lo- <laughs> but, a lo- like, I do stand by the sentiment of it doesn't look like my cup of tea. But I will watch on Friday.
0: I. And episode yeah. five, I will say what I think. It is It is a David Fincher film, um, but mm. not one of his strongest films. I just don't think there's enough going on for it to be I've held heard, to I've such a. Barely
1: anyone talking about it. Yeah. Like, all the rest of his films, apart from, I think there's one. Which I can't even really remember much about, and then every single other one he's ever done is like iconic, yeah, like one of the biggest yeah, movies yeah, ever. Yeah. And so, this doesn't seem to be that. So this is his second feature in a
0: four-year exclusive deal with Netflix, um, so that's why it's mm. been such a struggle to actually see it in the
1: cinema, which is a shame um, because I think it does. I warrant do like how Netflix make sure they do like some theater release, um, but yeah, no, it is a shame. Like um, Killers of the Flower Moon, I'm very yeah. glad. I mean that's the Apple, but I'm very glad they still, even though the streamer were like, I know people want to. There's there's an audience for this. Like, let's do it. Definitely. But this was really
0: hard to see. I th- I think it it definitely wore its inspirations on its sleeve. Uh, the first scene, uh, which I'm I'm sure you'll agree uh, when you see it, is, mm. is very real window. Um, so it's it's him overlooking this courtyard in Paris um, onto a hotel, um, and it, because it's him sat there and zenning himself and getting ready for this hit. He, he does yeah. kind of, he looks into different windows and sees people having sex and people smoking and people going about the business. So it's very voyeuristic. Maybe I'll watch this movie then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it, it all sets it up. Uh, as, as I said, it's, it's that monologue from the trailer. So he's yeah. kind of checking I his heart rate. I very much got the impression that would be the opening of the movie. And yeah. he's like, you need to never be invested. And your heart yeah. rate needs to be lower than 60 BPM. Which at the the end of the, the film he's like, like yeah, he's taken the the Fitbit off, and it's all personal, and it's it's completely against what he verbally told us at the start of the film.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Were well, they mentioned in the trailer? Like something like, I don't know, he had like a girlfriend or something. They did something too. That's correct. And so, so it's like, well, that's <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna make him be a better man by the end. I'm guessing. So uh, so
0: he's supposed to do this hit out on a. I don't know, a French politician or something. Um, but mm. as he takes the shot, uh, he's doing some kinky time with the dominatrix. And the, okay. the dominatrix moves in, in the way and she gets shot, so he misses. Um, and it's the yeah. first time it's ever happened. Um, but he's very calm and collected and he goes back to his house in the, in the Dominican Republic and finds that he's been broken into. And his girlfriend is in hospital. So that sets off his, his path of revenge, which is a very kind of American look at the story, um, especially in... Cool in the lens of le samurai which we'll talk about later so then he he has to track down he goes to his lawyer and finds out who who the hitmen were to find them and he he kills his lawyer and her his assistant and then he goes to the man in i haven't seen the movie ma- man in man in florida like a big kiwi guy and kills him and then he goes to tilda swinton who's also one of the hitmen and and kills her mm. in a scene which is a very good scene but i wish it was right longer. i I will watch this
1: on Friday, by the way.
0: I know you're doing spoilers,
1: but I will watch this eventually.
0: And finally, he, he scopes yeah. out, he finds out who put the hit out on him. And it's like a, mm. an American billionaire kind of guy. Um, and he does this, this whole kind of secret heist to get into his room. Um, but it kind of, that that's the only surprise in the film. The only subversion is that, have, have you seen the film Pig? The Nicolas um, Cage. I know the film, I haven't seen it, I've heard it's very good. Very, very good. Um mm-hmm. which is like this but better, I would say. It's it's that revenge okay. theme again, whereas in, in pig, yeah. his pig gets is that stolen. It's like
1: John Wick, yeah.
0: Yeah. That's is how
1: it was framed, that's stolen, how
0: it's yeah. advertised, as it's Nicolas Cage, is he's, he's a lonely man in the woods and his pig gets stolen. So watch him go and get revenge for his pig. Um but it's not yeah. that it's not that at all. And the climax reflects it. it's not that. Um, but the climax, this is very similar. He breaks into this billionaire's house and is, is. why have you done this to me? Why have you hurt my, mm. my girlfriend? And weird conversation, but doesn't kill him, which is, is a bit bizarre as he has killed everyone else that's been linked to this up to the point of, of meeting the billionaire. So it is, it is kind of a subversion because you expect him to kill the guy but he doesn't. I don't
1: because I know how a, th- a three act structure works. <laughs> so I wasn't expecting you to say that he killed. I was actually very much expecting you to say you didn't kill him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I kind of I thought about it afterwards. I, I don't understand why he didn't kill him. I'm sure next week you it's could because tell me your That's thought. how the third act works. Yeah, but the third in act movie, is so they have to change their mind. It's the climax to kill him to get to get revenge. That's the, that's the point of the film. That's like the John Wick. Structure, I suppose. But if his character is about redemption, it, it isn't about redemption. And that's what you'll see It is purely okay. revenge. And okay. I don't know if he doesn't kill him because he is a professional hitman. And the guy like the billionaire is a client, whether he's still being professional um, or in that world. That might be it. I'm I'm not too sure. <laughs> Well, I can't help you on that. Uh, the performances were were okay. I thought Fastbender didn't have a lot to do, as I'm I'm sure you've seen in the trailer. He plays a very Zen character, who's mm. very professional and like isn't phased by anything. Um, so that's it's kind I'm of frozen. Very, very, I'm frozen. You're back. See you're back now. <laughs> and <laughs> and he was frozen in his performance as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, like he he doesn't blink on screen at all, and to kind of get oh. that that like unnerving
1: otherworldly kind that's of that's what everyone focus. does when they want to I know when they want to seem weird they just don't blink I know and you you but famously
0: don't blink just naturally
1: I only blink <laughs> I blink loads to make sure people trust me you you just I have s- your eyes closed the entire time yeah I, ju- I don't even <laughs> open them I want people to know that I can I don't want to I don't want to stare at them, I don't want to be rude <laughs> if someone looks at me I do n- I never look them in the eye quite often keep my eyelids completely shut <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes that's what he did i thought he was i thought he was very good at the physical side i don't know how much of it was mm-hmm. stuntman and how much of it was him but um but i don't think like he sold yeah, the part I, the, the weird weird serial killer bit and i thought it was a very good uh, i know it's hard to do a, a modern take on like a hitman because he he touches on it at the start he Like, you're always seen by everyone, so it's not like in Le Samurai, where you can just do a couple of train swaps, and and you're away from the police. You're being seen by everyone all the time, Um, and I like that they they address that in the
1: first scene. I don't like how in these movies no one ever wears disguises. I want to see, like, a movie like this where everyone's just in, like, mad disguises, and you don't even recognise the same actor. What, like... And they never do that. Like, the mask you pull off in Mission Impossible. Yeah, but, like, one that's actually in any way realistic. (laughs) Like a like a Groucho Marx, Groucho Marx, uh, like big nose, moustache, and glasses. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, that's exactly what I want. But I want like you know Tilda Swinton in um, Suspiria, which is an old man. Yeah, yeah. That's like what that. I I want a, a hitman who's like Tilda Swinton, but an old man. And <laughs> then you're like, Oh, there's this old man character just murdered someone. Oh look it's Tilda Swinton, murder someone. And then you're like, Well hang on a minute, this is the same person. And it's and then it's That's Tilda Swinton. I, I don't in just want the Bob Dylan film. Is that her? Yeah. No, it's Kate Blanchett. Oh. But <laughs> like the, <laughs> But um, that's what you need. Like, I don't like how in all Hitman movies and all these, like, and John Wick, like, he always fights in a suit. He doesn't make like sense. It's really hard to fight in yeah. suits. This is like, they have to look cool and, like, in a <laughs> costume and all this. Like, the bloke in Le Samurai was the most suspicious looking man I've ever seen in my life. But he has to look cool in, in the Hitman costume. Have you seen I Think I You want- Should Leave? Um, i've seen the first episode what you referencing with the um the the one where he's, he's doing episode. like a prank show does some yeah.
0: some shit name and he goes into a mall and they're like hey go over to that oh, table that and man. knock over the the tray of food and he's just got so much like fake fake
1: head fake oh. muscles something like that maybe
0: you just blend in yeah
1: <laughs> i just want to see someone who's actually good at their job in one of these films <laughs> I don't want to see someone who's just, is there to look cool and whatever, because it's not cool. It's cool to sneak into somewhere and the audience doesn't even know where you are. And then, yeah. whoa, you've killed someone. Yeah. What how's that happened? Yeah. Don't know. It, do, it tries very yeah. hard to make Fassbender cool in this. Yeah, well, I don't find people who kill people cool.
0: <laughs> I think they're bullies. I think that's quite mean of him. I think they're squares. <laughs> I don't think we should be glamorising it. This is Fassbender's first uh, or, or most recent film that's been
1: released since Dark Phoenix. Uh, what a shame. Really? Yeah. That Phoenix was shit. <laughs> that was like 2019. That was ages I know. ago. Well, the I, know the I think. The it was film
0: yet. was recorded, wasn't it? The football one. But oh, that, hasn't that come
1: was yeah. Oh, but that was filmed yeah, like five years ago. Mm. And uh, always a great sign when they take that long to release a film. And, and you love football as well, so I know you'll be like our resident pundit thing. when we when we watch it. Yeah. Did you yeah, see the definitely. game I love the other day? Actually, the ludicrous display. I did. Yeah. Well, I did. <laughs> Yeah, the trouble with Arsenal is they always try and walk it in.
0: <laughs> what was Wenger thinking, bringing Walker on in the ninetieth? Ludicrous. I can't have laugh. <laughs> but that I think that's that's all I all I can talk about for the killer.
1: Anyway, um, I, that's I gave... certainly all I can talk about. <laughs> um, <laughs> I gave it four stars. Will... Four stars. Well done. Um, I will do a very brief review at the start of next Sick. episode. That'll be your your pers- your your weekly roundup. Next week It will be. I will be the killer.
0: Right, um, I'm just going for a week. Our, our exquisite pairing this week, mm. like, a, like a fine wine to a lovely cheese, uh, is the French film from 60... <laughs> Something, that's for sure. <laughs> 67. Uh, is Les Samurai. Mm. Um,
1: Matthew, Vivian, what's the plot? Well, I have actually seen this one. Um, so let me tell you the plot. So, the most suspicious-looking man ever, a bloke dressed like the incognito tab, like he he is a hitman, right? He lives in an empty apartment with just a bird in a cage, which is a bit weird, but never mind. Um, he goes. To, he's told like, yeah, kill this bloke who has like a a nightclub. I guess it is. He's more like a bar, really. Um, but it's a french one but it's, it's not just french. any bar
0: nightclub it's a yeah.
1: french bar nightclub so everyone's smoking um so he, <laughs> he walks into it's really bit busy like you know it's fully open and not that could be more busy but it was like quite busy and he well lit the lights are all on and everything um he walks in dressed like inspector gadget walks straight <laughs> to the back the staff only area he walks into the office and he says all right, how's it going? And then he shoots the man in the chest loudly, no silence, just blasts the man straight in the chest. And then he walks out the office and he's surprised when someone is walking right next to him and they look each other in the eye. And then he just slowly walks away. And she's like, well, you clearly just killed that man. Um, Anyway, he just walks out. A barman spots him too. A few people spot him. He just walks out the room looking monumentally guilty and the police uh, investigating it. And so they round up loads of lokes in, like, trench coats and hats. And uh, he's he's one of them. Uh, this is a very long summary. Uh, it's basically just him trying to not get caught. And also the people who hired him to do that hit are trying to get hit on him now. So they don't, he doesn't, like, squeal. Um, so, and it's just him trying to, trying to get out of his problems. Yeah. So it
0: ends up with him not only being chased by the police, but being chased by his employers. Mm. Um, all while... Uh, being French and in France. Yeah, so working that, out you know, all adds these learning and glass, like I didn't understand a <laughs> word of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a very good summary. I really liked it. Very I very good too. film. It was good. Whereas uh, I think the the killer is simple to a, to a detriment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think this is simple
1: to a positive. I think, I think it's, so. It's... Yeah, like the like scenes where, so like the bit where it, it's in the police station and they're saying like was it this person Ask this person was it him maybe was it him no was it him yeah definitely like and then they're like you swap that hat swap that coat round." that would normally be boring but I loved it I loved it. <laughs> it I was, was great. great, and it was kind of good for tension because you were kind of like, well, it, it was clearly him. Like, will they delve in and when when the woman who saw him is like definitely not him? Well, why is she saying that? Because she That's knows it. it must be. Yeah. So it was like it's good tension because we knew the stakes. We knew, we knew he was it, and we were sort of. Oh, repeatedly asking these questions and seeing if he's gonna get caught for it
0: so so whereas kind of they, they touch in in the killer about how hard it is to get away with a hit these days uh this is the complete opposite and how is easy it is to it's to get away so with a hit. easy so so easy it starts off as you said with him and his his gray apartment with his bird mm. um getting ready for a hit and he walks down the road outside of his house finds an open car and then yes. has like Ghosts. A big loop of of car key looking keys, yeah. and just tries them one by one very smoothly and efficiently in this car yeah. until
1: like the fourth in or fifth the, one fits and works. In the past, <laughs> did they just have like fifty <laughs> car keys? They, uh, they I have no idea. Hundred on that. They route. must like, have. But that was a great scene as well. Yeah. He then he then pulls the
0: car away, goes into a garage, and and a fella changes his number plate. Then then he goes and sets up his alibis, goes to his. His Mm. girlfriends, um, who's having a a secret affair with her partner doesn't know, and that comes up later. And he's like, By the way, I was here between these times. Then he goes to a a casino, like a a backdoor poker game uh, with other criminals in a hotel, and he's like, I'll be here from two. So he sets out his exact times, goes to the club, shoots this fella, then he goes back to the girlfriend's apartment and walks out. So he has her boyfriend seeing him leave, yeah, yeah. and then he goes to the, the poker game, Yeah. and it's like the the efficiency of this guy. You don't need to be told that he has done it many times before. Oh, yeah, yeah. That he's the guy you go to if you if you I need an him. opening him monologue saying like,
1: you, yeah, you, know, no, you don't I need to it. sit
0: there for ten minutes, this... him telling you how good he is as a killer. I got that immediately. Yeah, and and he seems surprised, doesn't he, that he's rounded up by the police and that they, with his airtight alibi, that they then keep like hounding him and and questioning him and trying to break break apart what he's saying the detective or the 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 commissary says it's too good the alibi is too good and he's just got like an inkling that that something about it's going to break and it's going to topple this house of cards if
1: anything i do think that was maybe that didn't make a great deal of sense to me because for the audience it's very very obviously him and for the suspects it would be very obviously him but i don't know why the police would think it would be
0: I, I don't know if it was just intuition, detective intuition, yeah, that, that something just was. seemed off about this guy. Like you said, yeah. he looks like if you were to paint a suspicious man yeah. going no around ma- murdering no people. No one has ever him.
1: worn a fedora <laughs> and trench coat and like just gone about their day, just done a good thing. Like, every single person wearing that is the guiltiest <laughs> person ever. You're being sneaky in some way. which is weird. I'm like, yeah. I guess in the past everyone must have dressed like that. In order for it to be, like, generic clothes. But he's the only person dressed like that. Yeah. Like jeans and a top, I guess. Jeans and a black top. Maybe that's Um, what, um, like, inspectors and uh, hitmen wear these days. Yeah, today. 2023, that's what they wear. (laughs) They don't dress like Michael Fassbender. (laughs) This was directed by
0: Jean-Pierre Melville. Mm -hmm. uh, And I'm not going to pretend I know anything else he's done.
1: But it was very good. And I imagine he's done other really good things. I assume he did. I saw that um, some of the cast members from this were in other ones of his films. Alan Delon
0: as Jeff Costello. He was very Great. good, very stoic and very effortlessly cool. He was um, so
1: cool. Really cool. Like he didn't say all that much a lot of the time. He was just standing didn't. there, looked cool, walked cool, cool costume, um, cool when he shot guns. What a guy. <laughs> the things he said were cool as well.
0: Yeah. Like uh, when he's being interrogated by the other hitman in his room mm. and the guy's like uh so so what do you think Are you going to take this next job and he's like I don't I don't talk to people with guns in my face yeah and he says what well, is that he... a rule no it's a habit and then he just knocks him out no. <laughs> <laughs> he has him um but he was very good i thought the the head detective was very good as well the the two leads Francois Perrier and i thought uh kathy Rosier uh, as the the pianist was very good as well. Yeah, the what? The, the what? Pianist. Oh, don't don't be so rude. This <laughs> is for families.
1: <laughs> but yeah, good film. Very well shot. Very well shot. Like it wasn't like flashy I think it was just like wide.
0: Yeah, a lot of zooms. Yeah. Um, but it's it's not surprising that this is held at such high regard by a lot of directors. Mm. Um, this clearly, clearly inspired the killer. Like even down to the, the wearing a stupid hat to blend yeah. in, it what it does it does so well and so effortlessly. Even the small steps it makes to raise the stakes and change the story. So yeah. you start off with with the hit, and then it goes into like the the police procedural, and you're then introduced to the the head detective and yeah. kind of get an understanding for his character. Then it goes on to him, uh, onto Jeff Costello, our our samurai being followed and it's mm. kind of a bit a bit paranoia and him being bugged yeah i love it goes that on stuff. to him being hit on by
1: by the the people who hired him i loved um the final act like when he's trying to escape and they've got like hundreds of of undercover people trying to find him like yeah. putting on their um uh transmitters like when he's on the train and trying to escape and then he, yeah that, that's all really good and then the end he goes back to the club
0: even down to to small little character moments, like. Uh, the scene where the detective goes into his girlfriend's apartment and starts smashing the place up. Yeah, and is, is trying every trick uh, under the sun to get her to admit the alibi was false, or yeah. um, the the pianist where her loyalties lie. Has she been paid off by by the hitmen? Is she working with the police? Mm. She clearly saw that he was the one that killed the the club owner. So why didn't she say anything? And I know they have a couple of meetings about that, and it's.
1: You're never quite I, sure yeah, where you lie. I, I don't think we ever really got.
0: Yeah, I know he calls her towards the end, but she doesn't answer. Yeah, um, and then he he goes back to the club, and the police are there waiting for him. Um, so I, I kind of got the feeling that she was in on it with the police from from the start, or yeah, um, something like that. But, uh, Whether way she the,
1: would just say it right away, like yeah, it was him. Yeah, the detective knew that the
0: alibi was too um, was too tight, so he wouldn't get away with it. So he had to make this elaborate plan to follow jeff costello and and he was gonna end up at the bar one little moment at the end that i thought was beautiful and Mm. was so subtle was when he hands his hat to like an into the cloakroom and then he gets handed a ticket to collect it afterwards but he just leaves the ticket on the side and then goes in like what what a great way that was it's just so so subtle and so smooth he's not coming back he knows what's going to happen there great he didn't even have any, any bullets in his gun at the end he didn't. He didn't. He knew that his, his time was up as Jeff Costello the Samurai. Silly name. Yeah, I think this film should be cancelled for cultural appropriation. Right.
1: <laughs> uh, what, are we, what are our ratings? Do you have any more to talk about? Because I feel like as much as I like the film, I don't have a great deal to say.
0: Yeah, go and see it. Um, oh, it's I definitely It's very, very it. good. Yeah, it's really Very, good. very good. Uh, I gave it five stars. I gave it four. Big five um i know we joked before we called about an american remake because it's all it's one of those bloody foreign films you've got bloody do raiding Um, but it has been remade twice and one of them was john woo's the killer oh that's a very not name a couple of the muddy story beats that we've we've mentioned i think would would probably be cleared up on a rewatch i think so um i think it's just subtleties because it is so subtle Mm. a lot of the beats that it, it has um I think we would kind of pick up on that on a second view in but so good please yeah. go out and watch it very good uh, and no Samurais in it as a disclaimer zero yeah no um, Japanese people like, whatsoever everyone's white it's like you know the the, the, the couple that tried to sue the, the director of Drive because it, they went to go and see it at the cinema and oh, didn't feature the, much, didn't
1: <laughs> much driving. Like, I was going to say that um, that you, people trying to sue for yesterday because Anna de Armas oh, yeah. is in like two yeah. seconds of the trailer and they cut that single film.
0: Um, so what would I take away uh, as as a part time filmmaker, mm. <laughs> as an amateur filmmaker? I would take more from the samurai, as I'm sure millions of other directors have before. Yeah. It's just so it's so confident in what it does. It's so subtle. A lot of the the points it has to make, um, and it's not overloaded with dialogue. What no. what is said is is what needs There's to be said. No exposition like the first whatsoever. Ten minutes, it's,
1: yeah, the first ten minutes is completely without dialogue, and the yeah. first line. But it's, is, it's it's like visual exposition. We learn everything we need to yeah. learn, and he doesn't it's need great. to say anything. We just see it, and mm. yeah, that's and a very very good example of show don't tell and
0: i think from the killer i really liked some of the lighting i loved the silhouette shots
1: i would definitely carry that forward that's probably it for me
0: for the, for the two films
1: cool have you ever made a like assassin film before because i feel like everyone when they sort of are a teenager or like in school or something makes like an assassin thing <laughs> i haven't but i know you have oh uh, well i ha- i so i haven't like directed one but when i was four in 2014 i was probably about 15 14 something um my mate george like made one called the art of vengeance i played an assassin who got chased around the asda multi-story car park and i also (laughs) went to a couple of cafes in bromsgrove i think one of them blew up um and one of them had like how'd you pay for that I know yeah I brought it yeah. it was a visual effect but yeah it exploded out and not one piece of dev not, like nothing blew in the blast or anything all stayed static. <laughs> um, yeah there was a bit with, like uh, a hacker where like he he's got a laptop and he goes like I'm in. Like it was you know all, all of the uh, all the classics. But yeah no uh unfortunately that's lost in time. I'd love to talk about it. I'd love to watch it again, but <laughs> tis no more but it's still on my imdb and i wish it wasn't just effortlessly cool i think yeah. that's, that's always but that's why i was cast have you other than being a
0: super cool killer have you got anything that you'd want to take away from the trailer of the killer the trailer the of samurai? the samurai
1: mm, i thought it was a little bit dark for me i would maybe uh, boost the colors a little boost it up the shadows of a bit uh our, our
0: double features mm. science fiction double features for the week did you get these from
1: ChatGPT? no the first one i did is pulp fiction because it both both features um a dirty sex pervert getting murdered um joshua told me that to say that one um (laughs) as you know i haven't seen the film so i'm just going to take his word for it um and then i've also got um the godfather which is when people start talking about these films i will nod along as if i've seen it but i haven't Do you have any more for the killer? <laughs> um, I have, I have
0: the killer and Prometheus um, for emotionless fastbender bender performances, um, but only one of them features a version of himself teaching another version of himself to finger. That happens when he's teaching himself how to flute in Prometheus.
1: Oh great, yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, I would also pair the killer with uh, Five Hundred Days of Summer because they just love the smiths
1: i heard, I heard that's a Smith. joke that you will get i saw the letterbox <laughs> comments for the uh, reviews for the, I the, love I say the, smiths. Love the smiths
0: yeah <laughs> uh, every song is is the smiths so okay. I, I think that only came up because morrissey is now in Fortnite. so it's now cool <laughs> to like the
1: smiths so <laughs> sure, that's why he did it um right the samurai i've got hot fuzz which is, the guiltiest person imaginable was the killer all along. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's a good one. And the other one is, um, Dick Tracy, which is a movie about a character in a hat and trench coat and a man whose name is a slang word for a penis. Because there was the character of, um, of Wiener in this.
0: (laughs) oh yeah that poor guy i'm sure it means something really cool in french i think
1: they said like viner
0: or something but <laughs> i only got one for the samurai and that okay. was uh, less samurai and old boy and that's foreign films with bastardized american remake oh yeah um
1: that's which true. i'm sure you can also double the those american... two you haven't <laughs> seen the american remake for the samurai it might be good. i haven't seen the american old boy either oh i have and i don't really plan on it it's really not good what is sholto copley doing that was before i even knew who he was but i think he's one of the um he works with Samuel L. Jackson, I think, in that. Samuel L. Jackson's yeah. terrible. Yeah, yeah, Like, he's... Yeah, he's, he's, and, and he just... He
0: rambles on about prawns the whole time, doesn't he? Prawns, yes, he does. <laughs> the
1: prawns, Mark. Oh, he's <laughs> too many really prawns. of right, this. No. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, what is next?
0: <laughs> Our short film. So, we couldn't find any David Fincher short films, or, or at least older David Fincher short films. I know he's done uh he did one for love death and robots on netflix yeah. but um we want to kind of mix it up so any listeners out there if you do have any short films you'd like us to talk about please send them through we'd love to watch them but this week we thought we'd go for for another david and look at one of his short
1: films mr david lynch <laughs> Lynch. wow i'm gutted we couldn't do the art of vengeance the um assassin short <laughs> film i was in but it's no longer on youtube and i don't have a copy um yes we did what was it called what did jack do what did jack
0: do which i think uh not only directed by david but is also kind of very thematically similar about kind of a, a detective and uh, talking to a
1: suspect about murder mm. in a in a train station cafe very david lynch he plays like both very main david characters lynch, yeah. he in the credits he was like in every department he was like a carpenter he did, he did all of it um <laughs> And it's very David Lynch in that it made absolutely no sense. And I'm still none the wiser as to what Jack did. (laughs) So David Lynch uh,
0: plays the detective who sits opposite uh, a monkey, a talking monkey, also played by David Lynch. Mm. Uh, And he's he's interviewing him and trying to get to the bottom of a murder. Um, But it's all it's it's like it's a scene taken from from an old black and white detective film from middle of the film. Where he's yeah. interviewing one of the suspects that you know more about, and you know context of the murder, yeah. and some sort of understanding. It's like you've just seen that middle scene. But yeah, the joke um, is that
1: we as the audience have absolutely no idea why he's making yeah. all these weird references. Yeah,
0: talking about like like a why chicken. would you trust
1: an orangutan?
0: Yeah, he's, the the monkey's girlfriend is a chicken. So you're, you're, you're always playing catch up as the audience, trying to understand what they're talking about, any of the context. And it just (laughs) keeps getting
1: crazier and crazier. And yeah. What was your letterbox review? I saw it was one sentence. I think I just wrote like, I like the singing monkey. Because at one point near the end, (laughs) he just starts singing a song. And I was like, I love this. This is great. (laughs) Um, But to be honest with me, I thought, because it's like, what, 15 minutes long. I thought Mm. at the start, I was like, (laughs) talking monkey. And so I liked that. And then it sort of was like, oh, he's still talking and I still don't know what's going on. And it kind of went on for a bit longer. And I was like, yeah, we get, I, I've got the joke now. Like it's a monkey yeah. talking about stuff, which Way I don't understand. Long. And then at the end, he started singing. And I was like, this is brilliant. And then it ended. So I thought it was like, you know, it would have been a great four minute short, but I think a 15 minute yeah. one was a little bit too much.
0: I mean, it even comes with, with like the, the bad sets, bad costumes,
1: awkward mm. pauses in between. Oh, yeah, Lines yeah. of dialogue, like bad... But editing. there's a lot so, of that in, in like, David Lynch stuff, Is deliberately yeah. bad stuff, like, bad CGI he has in, like... Mm. And I don't really know why he Or just Twin does. Peaks being shit. Yeah. Just, just everything about Twin Peaks. <laughs> See, I don't actually know David Lynch that well. I mean, we studied um, Mulholland Drive in school, and I've seen it since as well a few times. Um, oh, I love Mulholland Drive. It's pretty good, yeah. Um, and I've seen The Elephant Man. Race ahead I've seen The head But that's it. I mean, I haven't seen Twin Peaks. I haven't mm. seen... Um, his dune. I will do, but I don't want to get the shit dune to ruin the good dune for me. I'd rather watch... Yeah, exactly Deliver the same. I want to read first. the book
0: and watch the second one before I, I watch the David Inch one. And the
1: there's a documentary about a third dune that was never made. Oh, um oh God, what's his name? That guy who did that. Jodorowsky. Oh. Uh... No, I've heard it's a very good documentary, but I haven't seen it. Because, um, mm. I, I mean, I love Lost in La Mancha. That's a similar sort of... Um, documentary about a film which didn't work out have you seen that That's, no what's that about it's um terry gilliam was making a film called the man who killed don quixote um with starring johnny depp um and some old french man um and then every and it, the, behind the scenes of the film was making was like the you know, film behind the scenes and like mm. in the offices <laughs> and stuff and with the auditions and building the sets um and then every single thing went wrong during production there was like flash floods the um guy playing Don quixote like old man um he had loads of problems which means he couldn't like ride a horse or he was always injured he oh, couldn't, and just yeah. every single thing went wrong with it and then in the end it was cancelled and so it's basically what was originally the film's behind the scenes turning into a documentary about how um when everything How goes wrong in film. and we were showing it in, in uni um, just about like before we did our final year film saying like everything will go th- loads of things will go wrong hopefully we'll get mm. to these extremes but like it's really interesting I've seen it a few times and then yeah. um, years later like he that was in like I don't know when like ninety. 90- five something like that uh and then in 2014 ish he actually made the film it was very different to what he originally planned but he made like a version of that film with adam driver and um the old guy was played by jonathan price not very good oh. it's, a- it's okay the- the- lost in the is a much more interesting film than the film he actually made in the end what a shame but that's much like jodorowsky's june like it's a documentary yeah. about film that didn't that didn't come about um i've got more to talk about what to chat to
0: yeah it yeah it was it was david lynch making a david lynch film he but, you know, he's made it he he very clearly made it for himself yeah, something yeah, that he wanted
1: to do yeah. it's not like that's what all um, he does now he does those weather reports which are just yeah he finds funny funniest yeah. fans find it hilarious but or, like, or david lynch making quinoa yeah
0: great um yeah it's not like a, the the other shorts we've seen where they are Maybe they're younger directors yeah. trying to prove a point and This and is the work out there. This is who's
1: sort of become a parody of himself and established at this director. Point. Yeah. I, I mean, because yeah. he used to make like really great films that are incredibly surrealist, but they had so much to say. Like, you know, um, uh, believe it or not, A Razor Head Razorhead was his most spiritual film. Um, and <laughs> also, you know, but that's got a lot to say on like parenting and when you're not ready. Yeah. And um, Elephant Man's got like. You know, being human and treating people right mm. or, and all that and drives hollywood like this has nothing to say really it's just a man talking to a monkey. It's just a bit silly and it's yeah. a bit it's got a bit silliness and the serialism of his his previous work but it doesn't have any of the depth so it gives yeah, you a little i agree but no i agree that.
0: yeah if you like funny talking monkey watch the first couple of minutes and then watch him sing at the end and then yeah. you've, you've completed the film i'm with you on that we didn't get any comments or anything last week, which is quite, right. quite sad. I, I know we have a lot of recurring listeners. Uh, I spoke to a couple in person uh, last mm. week, uh, and I know they're kind of on, on the nice edge about commenting. Or um, I would like mm. to promote maybe doing a, a voice recording because we'd like to play some voice note messages. That would be this. good. That could be quite fun. So if anyone has any voice notes that they can send to either uh, Matt or myself, if you know us personally, or mm. um, send it to us on Instagram, we'd love to play it on, on air. Uh, yeah. and, and discuss any feedback, any thoughts you have on, on our films. Well, um, I've fl- also been given a couple of recommendations for double features that maybe okay. we can look at for a special over Christmas. Um, the biggest name I've been given is the Hellboy remake uh, okay. featuring David Harbour. Um, is it David Harbour? Yeah. Uh, famously bad. Yeah. Um, so that could be quite a fun That'll special I mean, one I mean, to do. I've never even
1: seen the Ron Perlman ones, but I've heard they're much better. They are great. They're so good. I like Game of I just haven't seen them. I didn't, didn't pull my weight this this <laughs> week, but next week I I, I know it's about Marvel. I can talk about it week after. I'm Hung Games Encyclopedia. Let's go. <laughs> so
0: next week we will be looking at the Marvels, featuring the the lovely Brie Larson. So I'm sure we can make some clickbait out of that. Absolutely. Um, we can get a title or a thumbnail up about how she's destroying cinema or something. Yeah, shit. Don't it's don't an absolute
1: wokeathon. Um,
0: we. <laughs> 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 Um, would you like to say what we're double billing it with or do you want to keep that a secret do you want to do a hint, give us a line from the film
1: Gordon's alive great that's that's really good (laughs) that's the plan, I love that film, I've seen it so many times that will be the first film we've watched on here that I've seen before
0: Um, so thank you very much Matt for for joining us
1: you don't have to thank me, I've done nothing for you (laughs)
0: and <laughs> thank, thank you, you ai for for all of matt's responses today yeah which they didn't help out at all because could you ask well, could good. you ask ChatGPT G- what they think of our podcast
1: i can give me one second i'll see if i still get open right what do you think of the slated double features podcast I don't have personal opinions, but the slated double-featured podcast has received positive feedback for its insightful (laughs) discussions and analysis of paired films. Many listeners appreciate the in-depth exploration of themes and connections between the movies featured in each episode. Well done, lad. Nailed that. Wow. Can that count
0: as our, our letter from this week?
1: Yeah, let's do it. (laughs) thank you ChetGPT
0: for writing in Uh, much appreciated very kind words from you there thank you as always (laughs) AI and I've changed my mind I love AI I think it's great yeah I don't know
1: what the creator was talking about (laughs) actually the creator was pretty pro AI in the end (laughs) lovely so that's our week Um, thank you very much I'll see you on the next one it's okay I will see you on the next one is that the end? (laughs) (laughs) that's the end (laughs)